Hello and welcome back to the New Powers podcast, the only place to cultivate your power. My name is Jay and I'm here with my co-hosts Joel and Matches. How are you guys doing? Yeah, we're good. Yeah, Thank no you for having us. Yeah, you guys good? Yeah, no bad, thanks. Brilliant. So um, we're going to discuss a um, topic today, which is very close to Joel's heart. Um, Man <laughs> is still the greatest comic book film of all time, question mark. All right. No, no question mark needed. No question mark needed. Okay, Joel. Right, Joel, can I have to over to you? What do you think makes The Man of Steel the greatest comic book film of all time? So before we get started, you've got to say I am biased in this. Uh, Superman is my, it's my favourite superhero. Uh, I grew up watching Smallville, uh, Adventure of Clark and Lois, if you remember those. Dean Kane, Terry Hatcher, yeah, I definitely remember that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah man. Terry, I, can't, I, I forgot about her. <laughs> 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 and the, um, I love graphic novels, obviously, Superman Grounded, Superman All Star. All Star Superman is one of the best comic books of all time, in, in my eyes. Um, and then let's look at the history of Superman films. So, bearing in mind that Superman's my favorite superhero, yeah? Okay. We had, we had the Christopher Reed films. The first and the, se- first and the second one, incredible films, yeah? yeah. Incredible films. Um, but they are restricted to their time. Uh, the special effects, the cinematography, even the script. Uh, I mean, there's a whole scene about Superman checking out Lois's underwear, wasn't there? Uh, it's, it's dated. It's, yeah. it's definitely dated, yeah? So we had that. Um, then we had, oh my days, we had that Superman Returns film. I know Kasim loved that film. <laughs> I mean, how many how many action scenes do they have in Superman Returns? That did have the the um the airplane scene, which I thought was quite good. So action scenes, action scenes. <laughs> that's, that's the only that's the only action scene they had. But he caught he caught a plane, man. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and then that's, that's, to be honest, that's more saving than um they did in Man of Steel. So this is saving. Oh, <laughs> spoiler! <laughs> he saved the whole planet, man. Anyway. Um, we had cartoons, obviously, the Justice League Unlimited. Incredible. Yeah. I mean, yeah. absolutely yeah. incredible. Uh, so that's obviously the history. And then comes Man of Steel. So you think let down by Superman films, you could say, and then Man of Steel. So okay. just leave it, so that, shall I leave it there? <laughs> okay. I'm going to push back slightly on that. Um, yeah. I would probably argue that Man of Steel isn't really a Superman film. Put it this way, yeah. Okay. If you remove the name Clark Kent, Lois Lane, um, Mom and Pa Kent, um, anybody else from Superman Mythos, yeah, yeah, that film is, I would practically say, it's a first encounter film. It doesn't really emphasize or hold what's yeah. true to the Superman character. I'm I'm, I grew up on, like you, we grew up watching the same stuff. So we grew up watching um, Superman, the animated series, Justice League Unlimited. One of my favorite comic book films or comic book shows, sorry, is Smallville. Yeah. And I think out of most of or anything else that got the essence of the Superman character, someone who has so much power, but respects um, the value of, of life and does anything to protect that value of life. I think they said it in um, Captain America, the first Avenger, where before they give him the serum, um, the guy said, somebody who has, somebody who's had power all of his life loses respect for that power. But somebody who has had no power has values it greatly. And for me, for me, they didn't really get that point on Superman even to, if you go back to even what the major controversial scene where he asks his dad, should I let's let them die? Yeah. That's not, and he said, yeah, maybe. That's never a question of Superman, not should I let them die, should I let them live? He's got so much power, but what makes Superman special is the most powerful person on the planet understands and values life. And to be honest, we never got that across in, so the, in Man of Steel. This is very good. This is why I love Superman, everything you've just said there. But in my defense, Man of Steel isn't, he's not Superman straight away. This is, uh, this is an origin story of, okay. of, of Superman. This is, this is Superman day zero, zero one. This is, right. this is how we, it's even, uh, spoiler alert, I even love the death scene with, with Zod. 
right? Okay. Go on, come back and Where's my notes now? <laughs> um, basically, he, he is doing anything necessary to defeat the evil, yeah? Uh, then the consequence after, his, his emotional distraught, the emotional impact that that has on Superman in that scene when he's on his knees screaming out, he doesn't want to kill. He's been, obviously, he's been raised not to kill. Superman is, is in many ways, he, he pure purification of, of good. Uh, he's a symbol, symbol for, for Jesus Christ, isn't he, as well, um, in, in many ways. Mm-hmm. Um, he does not want to kill, but he does what needs to be done, what, what, what is right to save the world and, and the universe. Um, and he, he breaks a neck. He, he sacrifices himself, his, his own moral actions, to do what is right to save the planet. Okay. I'll just say with that one. Yeah. I'll just say with that one, Joel, is um, I agree with that. But the only thing is, I thought, I know we're we're sticking with Man of Steel here, but I thought as a consequence of that, in the other films, they would sort of, that would dwell on his head sort of thing, but it never did. They never played into that. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I, I agree with you. But, uh, we uh, we got really nerdy one time, didn't we? And we uh, we wrote yeah, yeah, that we... that <laughs> yeah. script. And and for me, that's I, I laid I laid heavy on that that there should have yeah. been a co- a consequence of that action. Um, yeah. so you, you're spot on there. But we have to go on the grounds of 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 Man of Steel that Superman sacrificed everything which was he believed in to save not only those three three people who are who Zod was going to kill, but to save the whole planet. That's that's mm-hmm. more Superman than, than than anything I know really. Okay, I, I I do agree with you in regards to he he sacrificed he sacrificed what seemed to be his 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 um ethos in killing Zod. Um I'd push I'd possibly push back on and say Superman has never been by any means necessary. Like for for me personally, I know Superman has has killed previously in the comics. Um, I know he's gone out to kill in the comics. Um, for for me personally, it's all it's killing was never a resort for Superman. He's always been the Boy Scout. Let's just say yeah. that he's the Boy Scout of the D, of the of the DC uh, universe. He's he's all he would never resort to killing. He would never result to taking a, taking a life, and that's and that's another thing why I love the I do love Superman. It's the if you look at his greatest villain up to me is Lex Luthor. Mm-hmm. You've got someone who he could easily snap their neck at any point if he wanted yeah. to. So Superman yes. could snap his neck at any point, but he doesn't because he, that, that's way, where that's where he draws the line. Yeah, he finds another way to win. Same with Batman. He, he finds, for me, the best Batman is always the one who finds another way to win and always comes out on top. And I just felt that for Man of Steel, the snapping of, we'd got already got to the snapping of Zod scene, yeah. but for the snapping of, the, of Zod's neck, it didn't f- fit in with what I know Superman to be yeah, or, or I what I think. And that's why I couldn't, I couldn't say, it wouldn't fall in as the greatest combat film of all time. And to be honest, not, probably not even in my top 10 combat films anyway um matches what what's your thought on this really yeah it's definitely not in my top 10 um for me superman has to be that character i mean it's upsetting now i know we're not jumping around it's upsetting now looking at captain america mm-hmm. and that's sort of how i would like superman to be where he's he sticks to his grounds he's very high and moral, even though everyone's telling him something else, he's, no, this, I'll do it the right way, sort of thing, but I felt that they didn't really carry that through, like the same thing with what like Joel was saying about Smallville, um, but I felt that they, they didn't really carry that through. Yeah, I, I agree. Joel? Again, I have to, I think, uh, I, I take everything you guys are saying, this isn't Superman who's been Superman for 20 years. This is Superman who is literally put on a suit and then a equal to Superman, General Zod, who's trained in the military, has tried to take over the world. This Superman, he's not ready. He, he's literally doing whatever he can to save the, the, the human race, his, his human race. Yeah, I, I I get I get that. I mean, even that if you go back to the point of it's day one Superman. Yeah. 
the thought that he was in a tight spot and his option was to snap his neck, that's not, I don't think that's something that Superman personally for me would do. Um, so then I, I, I know we're not script, we're not script writers yeah. here. Yeah, we'll back to our script, yeah. But no, for but me personally, I, that wasn't my issue with the film. The fact that he actually snapped the neck. I see where Joel, what you're saying there, he was day one. That could have been resolved. Like I said, like if they would have played more into that more into the next film, I know we'll not talk about that later, yeah. but I still didn't feel, I didn't get the essence of that when I used to watch the cartoons of he's, he's that superhero where even if he's, he hasn't been it for 20 years or whatever, he doesn't, it didn't seem like he wanted to do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it seemed like, oh, oh, you know, save these guys, man. Or I'll let them let those guys in the building die. There's a lot of collateral damage that happens yeah. in, that, in that final f- fight scene. Um, uh, yeah. and again, it's two superhuman, two, two superhuman beings, and they're going yeah. at it, and there will be collateral damage. But I think Definitely. there was a an opportunity for him to fly up and take Sod somewhere else. Yeah, or, exactly. Yeah. Um, again, again, we're not script writers, are we? But this is Superman day one and he's fighting someone who's trained to fight so uh, i don't know who was leading that fight is it superman or or was it zod when i watched yeah i mean when i watched the fight back um i I did think zod was dominating zod did dominate the fight um but i still think at any point he could have taken him out of that like if you if you look at the smallville scene where he's attacking his mum and he just knocks him straight through um i think it's that water canister He's there's enough power in in Clark at that time to take him up, fly him somewhere else, take him to a desert, take him to um, an ice cap, yeah. and I think that's I think we're moving slowly towards the writing of the film. Um, yeah. it could have been written. Could could you not for you to say it's the greatest comic book film of all time? Could you not say that the overall writing of the film? And I'm not even talking about dialogue because we'll get into that. The general the general flow of the film. Um, do you not think it could have been it could have been handled a lot a lot better? Well, again, that's in one of my notes. Is one one of my praises for the film is the non-linear approach that they took to to Superman. They could have done it from you know from as a, as a kid to where he was at the end of Superman, but they showed you just the bits that you needed to see, just the emotional impact. Um, Let's say, for example, let's have a look um, when he's learning his powers, and Martha he's in the he's in the the locker room, and Martha's telling him just to focus on my voice. And, make the words more, yeah. Make the words. This this film has so much emotional impact for my. I, I, I'm a softie, but my favorite film of all time is Moulin Rouge and and, and Great Gatsby. I love my romance. I love my heartwarming films. So the fact that this film took so much time to focus on the emotional impact of of superman and what he was feeling you, you said earlier that superman he appeared to be mopey in this film and 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 question his questioning his uh, morality question his um ethics that's perfect this this film is is a philosophical debate in many ways i, I, I will we'll go on to that in a minute but i forgot, I forgot what i was saying that <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I I agree. There there are some there are some heart heartwarming parts in the film. I do like I do like that scene. Um, there's also the scene I did watch Man is Still Back. So there's also the scene where he saves the school bus full of kids. Um, where I think Pete Ross is picking on him, and but he still has the he ha- still has that that moral compass to to save the school bus. He could have just left it, but he decided to reveal himself slightly, and then the mum comes and he. Mum comes. Pete Ross's mum comes to the house and confronts um, Jonathan and Martha Kent. So I, I agree. There are some. There are some parts in it. Um, I just felt that when when it came to him as an adult, I do understand. And this is where it probably goes back to my first point. He didn't. He didn't really come across as a comic book character or the comic book interpretation yeah. of the character. It came across as a real life version of. And that's why I say it's not, maybe it's not a comic book film. It's a first encounter film. It's okay. a powerful alien. He's struggled all his life. He's been picked on in school. He's had to deal with different things. Um, and then he's become a superhero or he's become, he's put into the situation where he has to fight. Um, I just feel that it's not, it didn't have the right flow to it throughout the whole film. Um, 
especially for a superhero movie. And I think that's why it kind of, it's quite quite a diversive type film. Um, a lot yeah. of people, some people like it, some people absolutely hate it. Um, mm. Matches, what do, you, what do you think? What's your opinion on it? The overall I writing think, of the film. I think it's unfortunate because I think the more that we've seen Marvel, and I know Joel was a big DC fan here, but yeah. the more that I've seen Marvel progress and show us that they can actually make really good superhero films, really good comic book films, it's just made me feel that, just disappointed to be fair, that it's not the Superman that I kind of grew up with. And I think that's my main concern. That's why I hold it to maybe a higher pedestal. I'm a bit more harsh on it. It's just, I know that it can be done and I haven't seen it yet. And I think that's what upset is upsetting to be fair. I think okay. I think I think ultimately you hit the nail on the head there, Joe, because he matches. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I should have made notes on names as well, right? <laughs> <laughs> but I again, Superman grounded is my, one of my favorite comic books of all time. And it's a dark, moody, moody Superman. Superman's questioning his, himself and saying, um, is is hu- hum- humankind worthy of saving in many ways he's he's not the 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 comic book superhero happy superman he's, he's mm. dark he's, he's questioning himself there's no doubt that this film was um uh inspired or influenced by the dark knight uh the grittiness of it yeah. i think for me i i studied um ethics and theology at university i love the darkness i love questioning one's morality and um, what it means to be human can can Superman be human with all these powers you know that's in the film uh, Jonathan Jonathan Kent saying that you know, he basically Jonathan Kent died to save Superman because he thought that humankind wasn't, wasn't ready wasn't ready to understand that's that's humankind questioning their reality and 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 um, their existence in the universe this this film is not a not a superhero film and that's that's what you guys are saying that this film yeah. isn't a superhero film I, I'm agreeing with you guys and saying no, it's not. This is by by definition, it is a superhero film, but it's something way much more, way more darker. Like it's on on the level with V for Vendetta, which is a comic book film. Yeah, The Watchmen, um, those dark and, and and twisted, you could say, superhero films. It's it brings me something more more layers to uh, punch them up. Super comic book film. Okay. And I, yeah. I applaud it for doing that. That's exactly my cup of tea, which is why it's my favourite comic book of all time. Okay. Um, so let's sort of, I'll throw this, I'll throw it back to you. This was the first, we'll probably say the first official film for DCU. So it kind of expanded the universe. You can see Easter eggs of um, of uh, Wayne Enterprises and, and LexCorp um, in the film. Do you think that? this is the type of film they should have started with. Um, I mean, do you think that going with a dark, different type of Superman, do you think it was wise for them to, to do that um, moving forward into the DCEU? Great, great question there. I, I, basically, it goes back Zack Snyder, yeah. I love Zack Snyder. <laughs> you guys, yeah, I knew you going to love him. He's my boy. I, I love his films, man. Dawn of the Dead incredible incredible zombie film and I, I love my zombie stuff this Zack Snyder is not a mainstream director he's not yeah. he's not um, a Josh Whedon yeah they they definitely should not have got Zack Snyder to direct a, a Superman film I, I'm, I'm lucky that yeah. they did because I got something I wanted but they needed they needed to get someone who knew J.J. Uh, um, I can't say his name but J.J. Star Trek J.J. Abrams yeah thank you yeah they're talking about him doing the new, um, the new Superman eventually, aren't they? Or yeah. rumor, anyway. Someone like him who's going to be more lighthearted, more um, popcorn flick. Fantastic for you guys. I think you guys are going to love that Superman. When it comes out. <laughs> I do, I do. <laughs> but yeah, but for me, yeah, I think the, the error was choosing Zack Snyder, which in consequence was got you got a director who who loves um, Frank Miller, The Dark, The Three Hundred, that sort of. Basically, Man of Steel is like 300, isn't it? You got, you got this, you know, yeah, the, is, the, yeah. the filter. And I love 300 there, you know. It's, so that's, in answer to your question, no, they, they definitely shouldn't have got 
Zack Snyder to direct the first MCU film. <laughs> that was the, their downfall, really. But, but again, I'm lucky they did. Uh, matches. What do you think Zack Snyder did? I'll throw this at you. What do you think Zack Snyder did well um, on Man of Steel? Is there anything in particular? Well, is it, yeah. Is there anything particular you thought he, he did really well on? Or anything you yeah. think? I think you've got, to, you've got to put your hands up and say he did well on the visuals. The visuals were stunning. I mean, yeah. we've never seen Superman like that before. As in, the fighting was was pretty damn was pretty damn good. Um, just the way how when I was listening to his in his interviews, like how much time he would spend on how the cape would form and how how we fly his structure, and even like we'd never seen like really like someone a superhero with super speed and I remember yeah. what's the the the, the lady has escaped my mind Fiora yeah when yeah. she was in um doing the super speed I was like wow this is yeah, really that good that brilliant yeah. yeah yeah um but apart from the visuals I feel him as a director is there's you can clearly see he struggles like the script has got a lot of holes in there um, oh 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 <laughs> yeah, it, it, I just can you, Joel, can you, you have your chance to go back on that. <laughs> yeah, I just I feel it just doesn't. Maybe I'm comparing it again to the Dark Knight. Well, I feel the script in the Dark Knight is pretty damn amazing. It is really, really good. Yeah. Like even like I can just listen to the dialogue and be like, wow, everything's flowing so well here. Um, whereas in Man is still it. <laughs> You have funny scenes with Superman where he just has barely any lines and you're just like, it's a bit of a struggle, I feel, whereas the visuals for, that, for Zack Snyder is good. But apart from that, I think it stops there. Okay. What, um, about, what about the score? The score is good. Yeah. Hands I wouldn't on. knock it, but I wouldn't say it's brilliant. Mm. I do like it. I'm not going to say I, don't, I dislike it. I like it, but I also like the original. Okay. Joel, you wanted to come back on the, the writing and the plot hole part. Um, what parts do you disagree with and matches on that? Well, I, I, I like to know what, what the plot holes are, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> 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 the, the plot holes in this film? No, I'm, I'm sure there is, yeah. I, I think I remember watching back in the day um, oh, loads of videos. Like, why, why couldn't General Zod go to the moon or something or and use, use the... Um, terraformer to create earth from there like why did he have to destroy you <laughs> uh, isn't it? yeah that's a good point actually yeah that's such a good point like superman could have been like let's go let's go to mars and and then maybe then maybe that was too close to the sun i, I don't know i don't know the, the science behind it <laughs> <laughs> but they could have they could have found another planet to go couldn't they which is a massive flaw in the script but i i, I go back to this script it challenges the ethics um of 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 um, Jonathan Kent, uh, Carlel. Uh, the scene, my favourite scene. Oh, there's two favourite scenes actually. But my favourite scene is when. Don't say it. Uh, What's it? You uh, know what he's going to say. Don't say the hurricane, is it? The, the uh, now we'll get onto that. Wait, in a minute. That <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that's a, a beautiful scene. But now the, my favorite, my two favourite scenes is one at the end when Superman, um, the kid Superman, puts on the cape, and um, and Martha's like, um, yeah. sorry, Carlel's like. Um, he never got to see me be a hero and then martha's like oh he, he got to see you as a hero and then you got a little kid putting his hands on his on his hips with the cape yeah yeah beautiful I that, yeah, the emotional yeah. but, but but my favorite scene though which is credit to, to the script is when when carl um, first finds out that he's not that jonathan and kent is not his father and jonathan kent goes um you are always my son you'll always be my son that that demographic this this film explores so much but even explores what it, what it means to be a father and jonathan kent dies for his son and, and what he believes in and that's not even his son it's this this film i'm getting chills right now it is so much <laughs> emotion I, watch watch this film yeah go 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 back and watch this film yeah but don't watch it as a superhero film watch it as a ethical uh, study like in school like get get a notepad, note, notepad and uh, notepad and pen, and write down every single ethical debate in this film or every ethical decision that has to be made. It's I I agree. There there are some, and you're right. I, uh, that's why I said at the start. I don't think it's a 
I don't think it's a comic book film. Um, I, I see it as more of a sci-fi first encounter film. Um, but there, you're right, there are some really good moments. For me, with the writing, I don't think many of those scenes you mentioned actually had a, impact. an impact on me. Wow. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't think they landed as well as if I compare it to, I'm going to go back to Smallville here. If I compare it to some of the, the scenes in Smallville where Jonathan Kent is speaking to his son, oh, um, yeah. Yeah. some, some of them are done so well, like so well. And I get it with the TV show, you've got more time to, to cultivate the characters and develop storylines and plot arcs. But I have to agree with matches on some points throughout this film. I don't think Henry Cavill had enough to do um, yeah. emotional wise. It was either extremely broody mm-hmm. or he was scared. Moody. <laughs> moody, yeah. Broody. It was either brooding or it was moody. Um, I, I think that he, he needed more range. And I don't know if that's him as an actor. We, we can get onto that next, actually, if you want. I, you could say that this is the best um, Superman film of all time. Do you think Henry Cavill is the the great Superman? I I, I don't I don't know. No, Christopher uh, Christopher Reeve Reeve uh, incredible Superman, isn't he? He uh, as you said, he is the pinnacle of Captain America. Basically, he's hope, he's justice, he, he's yeah. he is pure good, and you see that in in his performance. Um, so Henry Cavill, though, he, I think the performance. Okay, is, so if 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 Henry, if you say that it's Christopher Reeve. Yeah, How can you then say that Man of Steel is the greatest Superman film of all time? I think because because it appeals to my um, uh, philosophy, my ethical debates. It's everything, everything dark. I, like the, the Watchmen, the V for Vendetta, all those those comic book films are my, are my favorite because they are they question, they get you, especially Watchmen. They get you to question what is right, what is wrong, um, just. Ethics. <laughs> I'm basically coming across really like I, I, I need to go back to school. I love yeah. the ethics, and, but that, I mean, <laughs> that's what I love. And then basically they, they made that film, and then just chuck Superman in there for uh, it's just okay. Yeah. So matches. I'm, I'll go to you. Um, Henry Cavill's performance, or Henry Cavill as a Superman. Where do you think that ranks it compared to Christopher Reeves, Dean Cain, Tom Welling? Where do you think he ranks, and and what do you think his performance was like in this film? Do you think do you think the reason you don't like the film is due to Henry Cavill? Or do you think given the right script, Henry Cavill would excel as Superman? Me personally, I think, let's kind of break it down. So I think Clark Kent, the best Clark Kent is Smallville. Mm-hmm. For me personally, it, I would have to say Smallville. But for Superman, I think Henry Cavill didn't get a fair shake, to be fair. Okay. I feel like he got the short the short um side whereas it if they would have gave him a really good script maybe i know people were talking about before Zack snyder was christopher nolan was to write just to adjust the script and do stuff like that i think if he would have got a really good script he would have been a really good superman he looks the part i mean the visuals were great um and he's he he is good as an actor as well I mean, from Mission Impossible, he, he's really good. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, very good. Um, but I feel like the script really let him down. We di- he didn't really get much to do, except for yeah. CGI. <laughs> <Sorry>. yeah. <laughs> CGI fights, yeah. CGI. That's, yeah. that's a good point. I mean, most of the, if you look at most of the scenes, he's, uh-huh. he's actually in. You get you get a few scenes with his dad. and I mean, the, the one that you're talking about, Joel, where he says, I, I'm your son, that's not even... Henry Cavill. That's yeah, the kid. Isn't that's, it? A, yeah. that's a kid. That's right. He's got the he's got the scene where his dad dies, um, and then there's a few scenes with Lois. But a majority of the time, he's there's not a lot of emotional conversation with with Henry Cavill in the film. Um, so it's think, difficult to judge his performance, I guess. Certainly, yeah. Obviously, it's really I think very very powerful. <laughs> what are you loving him? <laughs> very powerful scene um, in the pub when the, the guy throws a beer on. Yeah. On Superman, and he you can see the anger uh, and the frustration in, in his eyes, but it, he doesn't kill the guy. That that performance there is is very powerful. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't expect him to rip his <laughs> to, rip, to, to, to rip his head off. But, um. <laughs> it just destroys his livelihood. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he just destroys his, he destroys his truck. <laughs> but it's, it, it, this is a, it's a good point. <laughs> okay. I'm going to make you guys even more angry now. Right? Okay. I, um, Michael Shannon, Zod. Yeah. Best super villain in, his, in the comic book film of all time. Okay. Um, <laughs> oh, <what? laughs> Matches, you're up. <laughs> I need time to close with that one. What? Okay. Uh, okay. I, well, hold on. I, I, I think. Where do you I, where do you rank Joker? Uh, below uh, Heath Ledger's below um, uh, Michael Shannon Zod. I think I think that wow. his. Bef- I know I, I know I get so much hate for this when I talk about it, but but his for me his performance, the intensity, the the passion, um, it makes you feel sympathetic for him. That scene at the end when he's he's, he's pleading to Clark, "Don't kill my people," and then when Clark does kill his people, he's saying, again, good script. Um, uh, <laughs> he's, he's, he's saying, you took away my only purpose. My, every action I took, no, ma- no matter how... Um, severe. Um, yeah, no, yeah. How, it's no, for, how severe, how cruel. It's for the good of my people. Again, beautiful script, beautiful performance. You feel that passion, you feel the anger, the, the loss of hope. Ah, oh, and uh, the star, when it's, Lara, I will find him. So much passion, man. This, I, for me, all film is subjective, but that the performance of Michael Shannon definitely outweighs the chaotic. I know that Heath Ledger's incredible performance, chaotic and everything the Joker should be, but, but I, I can't get over Michael Shannon's performance. Okay, um, you're right. You're absolutely right. We should emphasise that all all film is is subjective, and everybody's got their own points of view. And the main main thing is that we respect everybody's point of view. That being said, Joel, I can't believe you. <laughs> that, being, that being said, I can't believe you just said he was the greatest. Top of all time. Um, matches. Do you want to rebuttal that? Do you've got any questions for for him? Are you well, still in I'm, shock? I'm still in shock. I'm still in shock that you'd say, "Oh man," I'm just trying to rank up, trying to think of some of the the villains and where you rank them. I would really oh. be interested to know your top five then. Obviously, Thanos a podcast, yeah. yeah, another time, yeah. Thanos is definitely yeah. up there. I, I, I think the performance, the script, everything complements uh, the performance. Uh, incredible. Again, it's hard to justify in it because it's all subjective. But other than saying what I've said, I, every time I watch his performance, I, I feel empathy for him, and it, he made me feel empathy but, for killing, killing the human race or trying to I kill have, the human. Race. I have to agree. It was, it was a really, it was a really good performance. Um, I think he had the right amount of intensity and and uh, drive and terror. Whenever he was on the screen, he was he was very charismatic, which I do look for in a villain. When they're on the screen, they steal the scene. Um, that's yeah. the main the main thing for a villain for me. To say that he's the greatest comic book <laughs> movie villain of all time, I can't I can't really agree with that. Only because I didn't see him push. Superman enough he didn't push Superman the same way Heath Ledger's Joker pushed Batman where he he looked like he was going to break at any point like he pushed him to the limit where after Thanos did the snap the Avengers were broken completely Um, where even if you compare Spider-Man 2 Doc Ock I thought he was he was he was fantastic he stole everything he was amazing. He stole every scene, um, but he also pushed Spider-Man mentally and uh, mentally and physically. Um, I think Michael Shannon's performance, it was great. And I, I completely agree with you. It was very intense for, for that film. Um, but I don't think it was overall memorable in comparison to, and to the other people I've, I've mentioned. Um, as you said, you don't think he pushed Superman as much as he could have done. No, I mean, I, I get it. I think the film takes place in the, in the course of 24 to 72 hours. And, it's, and I guess it's difficult in that sense to really push somebody to, to that limit. Um, but I, I think he did. What, what, what ultimately, what did he get Superman to do? He got Superman to kill him. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Comple- I completely agree. He got Superman he, to kill him. But I, I do also like a villain that pushes them pushes them mentally um yeah he he was he was going he yeah he pushed him into a physical fight um but i never i never felt i think the most terrifying thing he did or the most possible evil thing he did was when he started attacking superman's mother 
Yeah, that's yeah. when I really saw a reaction from him. But throughout the rest of the film, I didn't really get the sense that Superman wasn't not wasn't that he's bothered. But maybe that's the writing. I didn't get the sense that oh, Superman was in any kind of dilemma at any point until the end of the film, where should I kill him? Should I not? Throughout the film, did he really push him? I I don't think so. No. I really it's, very, it's a very good point, actually, Jamal. Yeah, because someone should add up their screen time together because they were ultimately they weren't in a lot of scenes yeah. together, yeah. really. Yeah. So when when I talk about his performance, it's not necessarily how he pushed Superman, but even though he did succeed where Joker failed in many ways to, to get Superman to kill to kill yeah. himself, yeah, kill Zod. But so when I say he's the best supervillain of all time, it's not how he necessarily reacts with Superman. It is everything I spoke about and and his passion for his people and the performances okay. everything we've spoke about yeah okay uh Matt, just, what's your what's your opinion on it do you is there do you have anything any comeback um what's your what's the greatest super superhero villain for you for me i think it would still have to be heath ledger or it would actually be thanos it'd be between them two i would have to review it again but um i thought yeah just like you said the superhero has really struggled, but as you said, it may have been just because it was 72 hours. Maybe that's why he didn't really struggle enough. Yeah. Um, but I do like to see this, the superheroes struggle and then try and overcome that struggle. I mean, that's the main, that's the essence of making a story writing, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Um, so, so should we talk about the, the death scene? I know you guys are passionate about <laughs> yeah go ahead uh, matches your thoughts yep. on 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 the death scene um do you think Zack snyder did because I, I let me just give a bit of context to this okay. Zack snyder contacted christopher nolan um yeah when he was writing the script this is um you can go out there and find the find the interview and he asked him directly he said to him i'm gonna kill get superman to kill zod Christopher Nolan said, I don't think you should do that. Zack Snyder said, I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) That I think for a lot of superheroes and a lot of people who know about Superman, that scene sticks out in their heads. And it kind of put the DCU up off on a bad foot. Mm. Um, What were your thoughts on the death scene? when you first saw it, do you think that possibly taints your, your version or the way you see the movie today? So when I first originally saw it, I didn't like it. I mean, there was just something against, so against the cartoon, which I was in love, I just loved the old Superman that I thought, no, Superman shouldn't do that. I mean, over time now, I've sort of relaxed over it, like, listening to some of Joel's points that, yeah, he, he, there was no other option, even though I think there was other options. I still feel, though, it's this lazy script writing where there was other ways, but I felt that Zack Snyder wanted to make a big controversial statement. And mm-hmm. I feel instead of actually thinking, okay, if, like, if he had done the snap and then in the next film, there was consequences where Superman was playing it in the back of his head. And he was like, you know what, going forward, I, I need to always find a different way now. I, I don't want to do that again. But it was sort of snap his neck and then onto the next film. So why didn't he snap anyone else's neck? Do you know what? Yes, <laughs> snap Batman's neck, snap everyone else's <laughs> neck, <laughs> whatever they <laughs> getting too much. I mean, he's already crossed the line, so why not? That's, that's what really bothered me, to be fair. I think he just really messed up the whole sort of DCU universe because of it because he just wanted to make a controversial statement it's a good point he, ne- he nearly snapped Batman's neck anyway during Batman <laughs> yeah. so it was very close and it, it, the mothers weren't named Martha then oh yeah we're going to have to have a podcast about that because I, I adore that that scene man but yeah for another time <laughs> <laughs> I do <laughs> Joel, I'll, right. I'll let you have the floor on uh, on the next snap, um, and then I'll... I, 
so ironically i was talking about jonathan kent's um death i know you, oh you right guys, sorry yeah sorry yeah um to tell the truth um we sort of covered the um the snap my opinion i i thought i, I loved that zod pushed superman to the to the limit um it, personally I, I wouldn't have had it in my superman film i would have had him in the phantom zone um but yeah. again yeah there was no for me there was no other option for a superman who's been superman for less than a day um against someone who's been trained to kill his entire life who was going to kill the entire human race he was angry that losing his entire kryptonian race there was no other option in this script but yeah so i i liked it but i wouldn't have done it okay um you said you wanted to discuss the uh the jonathan kent scene then yeah i know you guys are passionate about it isn't that i think it's right that you you don't like it i th- i think it was handled quite badly um yeah. Yeah, I think that the Jonathan the Jonathan Kent scene. I I get that that he it's it's kind of a a running trope that he he does die and that kind of pushes him on to to become to become Superman. Um, I just think that the way this the overall scene was was handled, um, he could have saved him at any point. Again, that's I think that's lazy writing. There's a yep. there's a point where he's <laughs> he's he's about to come back for him and his dad's like no don't don't come to me don't don't come any closer um i i just don't think it was handled handled very well i i am I'm, I'm more of a fan of and this might sound morbid i'm more of a fan of he passed away if you look in smallville you look in um, some of the comics or you look in the original superman film he passes away from natural causes and i always i always find that for someone with amazing power with a, the power of a god he's he that's something that he can't fight against he can't stop yeah. his father from dying yeah. um he's kind of powerless in that moment and i understand Zack snyder wanted to go for something slightly different um but i just think that a hurricane taking his father away and him standing there watching regardless of you want to hide your secret that's your father you wouldn't yeah. stand there and let him be picked up by a tornado by a tornado when you have power to stop it and I, I i completely get the point where that Zack snyder is trying to go for he's trying to go for that something a little bit different um he's trying to push the point of the overall ethos of jonathan kent was that the the planet isn't ready for to see you as as you are and i'm willing to die for that um for that point but i just think again that's not great writing i i there's maybe there's another way in emphasizing that point but i think that the natural cause death for jonathan kent is a lot more impactful and i don't think that's maybe that's a good example of of poor writing what do you think of that i think you're spot on actually i disagree but spot on as well um <laughs> let me explain man it's an all-star superman um isn't he's trying to find a cure you know at the cure but at the start so is it lex has got cancer Lex and he can't, he can't get a cure. And that one of Superman's weaknesses is that he can't save everybody, and he can't, he can't human. As you say, human disease is is beyond his power. And I yeah. adore that. And if that was worked into the script, then the emotional impact would have been incredible. Again, in the film, but what we got, I, I do adore as well. And you, you you sort of covered it. Jonathan Kent knew Superman would be fine. He knew. Um, his son could, would ninety-nine percent get to him and save his life. That passion that Jonathan Kent had, the emotional protection of his son, of a father to his son, he did not want to risk the the exposure of Clark. Not even one uh, percent. It what for him it wasn't worth the risk. His love for his son, his passion for uh, for what he believed in, wasn't worth his life. And look at history how many people have died for what they believe in it's mm. for me that God, seeing jonathan kent with his hand out saying no don't save me I, it would go against what i believe man man that's passion that's script for me that's perfect script writing but even though i would prefer he died human courses uh what some superman can't save but oh. i hope I hope that explained it there, the passion. No, yeah, it does. Matches, what's, what's your opinion on that scene? What, what do you think? As you know, I, I don't really like it. I feel 
I don't like writing if if it feels like I could have came up with it. <laughs> as bad as it sounds. And I feel that it's just it's really lazy. I mean a tornado, it's just sort of okay, there's a we know we need to kill him off somewhere in the storyline. What should we do? Oh, he's what we've done a heart attack before. What can we do? What's what's different? I feel like he just looked for something different and he thought, okay, yeah, let's do a hurricane and then we'll kill him off like that. I feel that there's other things that they, like you said, you could have been weaved in and like natural causes. Mm. I know it's been done before, but I think maybe it is the best way. Or yeah. like I said, if they can think of something better than that, then then do it. But I thought the hurricane was a bit lazy. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I think I think especially with the with the hurricane, I my major trope is, or my major concern is, is that. He, Clark as a character or a Superman. Superman's innately good. You save everybody. He does whatever he can. He won't let any anybody die. Yeah. That he stood there and yeah. watched him die. Like he that's not the yeah. Superman I know. Um Very good. Yeah. and what it's why yeah. Tone, yeah. It's, it kind of set the tone of and maybe that's maybe that's part of the reason why people really think this Superman doesn't care. He's he's right from early on in the film. You you see question of, and I get the the ethos and the philosophy of it, but you see his dad questioning maybe you should let the bus children die. You shouldn't have revealed yeah. your, revealed your secret, um, and then he lets his father die, and then there's a massive amount of destruction. That's not at no point did, did I ever see Superman I know um, throughout the whole of the whole of Man of Steel. Um, in, sorry. Yeah. Sorry. So in that in that scene, I think Zack Snyder came out and said that um, uh, Clark Kent was supposed to be 13, 12 or whatever. He's supposed to be a young boy. Should have used scene. a different actor. Definitely, <laughs> definitely should have used a different actor. That's a big mistake because, yeah, he doesn't look that, that young, does he? But imagine it's a 12-year-old boy, yeah, and he's, who listens to, every, listens to every word his father says. Uh, every, every word the father says is gospel. Yeah, and then the father is saying in that moment, "Don't come save me." Yeah, that that that's why he didn't save him because he's a kid. He's not he's not an adult in that scene. He's not making his own decisions. He's 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 an adolescent teenager listening to his father. I I completely understand that, but then I, again, I, I go back to the point of he Superman and anybody wouldn't do that. I, I don't see how you can, if you've got so much love for somebody or so much love for your father, you you can't stand there and, and knowing if you've got the power to stop it, stop it. And I think that's the, the main thing for, for me in this film or the main downside for, on this film. He's got so much power to do, yeah. to have so many different outcomes. The Zod snapping the sword, saving his, saving his father, um, taking the battle away from Metropolis there's not enough in this in this film. The writing doesn't really make sense, um, but I completely understand. I can completely understand why you love the film, Joel. Um, I know. Yeah. Go I was going to say that that's Go on, a very Joe. good. Thank you. That's a very good point. You, you actually just said there is. Um, it, basically, is Superman unwritable? Is as you said. Yeah, it's it, a good point. Yeah. There's always uh, something he could have done because he's got so much power. Yeah. It, 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 are you always going to be limited? Like, I, oh, he, he could have done that. Could have done this. But I don't. I don't think he is unwritable. I think it's. I think it's just about about smart writing. I think we've seen yeah. we've seen clever writing from from Superman. I think more. I think we've more. We've seen it more in TV shows, but um, even in the animated series, there's you can write Superman, but it's, it depends on on what situations you you put him in. He's got a a weakness. He's got kryptonite. A weakness. He's got. Of course, that wasn't introduced in this film, but. You can write Superman in certain contexts. I just think Zack Snyder started off with an idea. I want to kill Superman. I want big battle scene at the end. Yeah. I want to push this idea of Superman isn't ready. Um, and I want the start. And I think he just connected the dots throughout the film rather than it organically writing it from start to finish. I think he, he knew right from the start, I want to kill off, um, kill off Zod and I want Superman to do it. And every single part of the film, he kind of just pushed it towards that. 
rather than writing it organically. And I think that's that's why it doesn't really sit sit well with me. This film, I to be honest, I watched it back again, um, and I thought it, I thought it was a decent, it was a good film, it was a decent film, but it's not by no means is it the greatest comic book film of all time. Like not definitely not for me. Um, we can do another podcast on <laughs> our top three or four or five pod uh, comic book films, but for me, it's definitely not. And again, all film is is subjective, after all. Um, matches. Have you got any any closing thoughts or arguments or on on Man of Steel? Just I expected when I when I watched Superman. I mean, he's supposed to be the grand the grand superhero. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. I, I expected him to to push boundaries and I felt kind of let down like even you could say I know I mean you can easily um get rid of my arguments just by saying oh yeah it's this is first day but the cold breath I mean the best bit of for Avengers to me is when you see all of them all your your heroes um using their powers together and you're like wow that's really cool yeah. and I sort of wanted to see him you know going through the building, going through the city, freeze breast there, catch someone here, go over there while he's fighting them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I wanted to see him do something really spectacular. And it just felt that he was, I don't know, was, was he drunk while he was while he fighting? <laughs> <laughs> so, do you feel it was more like a, they kind of went for like a, a, like Batman Begins, more of a Superman Begins where they didn't really address, he didn't have everything or have all of his powers. They kind of just... Yeah threw him into a situation he was struggling to be honest yeah I, I, it's difficult to say if you would have asked me before i've seen any of the other films i could actually say to you oh maybe actually maybe in the next film they might actually expand on this and they might do that but having seen batman see batman v superman and justice league they don't really do that i mean so i'm kind of just let down but and then in Justice League, it feels like they are trying to slightly make a change as well, yeah. where they've realised that it hasn't worked out. Now, okay, let's do it a different way, how the public likes it. I mean, yeah. he just wanted to be, I feel like he wanted to be controversial for for the sake of it, to be fair. Yeah, I, 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 can't, I, can't, I can't ever agree with you. Um, Joel, have you got anything uh, to say? I think, I think we summed it up when you said, you asked me the question, um, was Zack Snyder right? for a Superman film. Zack Snyder has such a um, stylistic to, uh, approach to his films, uh, which was never going to please everybody, was it? Uh, never, it was never going to match what most people think Superman is. Um, but I was just lucky that that is what I like. <laughs> Very lucky. Yeah. Uh, so for me, I, I, got, I got so that This film for me is incredible. Everything I love, but just happens to be lucky that that you know what I mean so you got I can see why you guys don't like it everything you said but I just got lucky <laughs> <laughs> okay great um uh, brilliant thanks guys for for joining the um joining the podcast um remember to follow us on Instagram uh, and on YouTube please leave us a review um we're starting really early in our podcast journey so we really appreciate your views uh give us a follow and spread the name uh, my name is Jay and you've been listening to the New Powers podcast with Joel and Matches. Thanks for listening, guys. Thank you. Thank you.